Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Laura Katanen. How are you, Laura? I'm doing really well. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. Uh, I've been uh, very excited as well to see you and have you on the show. I'm so glad that you took the time. Um, you know, I li we like to kind of allow the guests to introduce themselves and, you know, kind of share all the amazing things that you're involved with. Well, thank you so much. No problem. Yes. So I'm a boss mama. For anybody who doesn't know that term, it means I'm a mama entrepreneur. I have two children. They are the love and light of my life. Um, a son who's four and a half and a daughter who's almost two. I can't believe it. Where does the time go? Um, and what I do for my passions is I'm an intuitive business and mindset coach. I target other boss mamas. And my mission really is to unleash people's full potential um, by removing, you know, limiting beliefs we have, but also destigmatizing what it means to actually have uh, limiting beliefs or confidence concerns or things that are holding us back from the past and really allowing people to be okay with it and how do they move forward with it so that they can really elevate their business and life. That's amazing. So I always like to ask guests that are involved in this kind of work is that they always have that transitional story, you know, like I, I know I appreciate what you do and I understand, um, but there's always that, that component, that, that, that border that you kind of cross over and you realize this real way of being. Um, do you have a story of such? Of course. <laughs> oh, I love to hear it. Yeah. So I was in corporate life for all of my career, basically, before I became a mom. And I was doing uh, a lot of uh, large scale uh, changes in, in big uh, international companies. And I have a master's in organizational psychology. And I love, you know, neuroscience and understanding how people work and, and what motivates them and behavior. So it was a really amazing career. But at some point, I became really overwhelmed and burnt out with the long hours and, and all of that. And I really didn't know what my next move was. So it wasn't fast forward after one kid um, that that identity crisis uh, really hit hard. Um, and I decided um, after a miscarriage between my two children, that was the moment where I really woke up and I realized that I was putting so much identity on my career and my self-worth on, you know, what am I doing in this world and how am I helping others that I was losing sight of what really mattered, which is myself and uh, my family. So it was at that point when I hired a coach to help me figure out what was causing my, you know, identity to be so wrapped up into my career and how could I establish new values and beliefs that would help me break free from that codependency around work um, and then establish what really mattered to me on my own terms. And now that's why I'm so passionate about doing what I do. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you learn how to kind of live from inside out. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Becoming a leader of yourself and your yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. And you can't really, you can help people when you can help yourself first, right? 
Yeah, I mean, they yeah. have that oxygen mask analogy on the airplane for a reason, don't they? <laughs> yeah, right. You gotta, you have to fix. That's funny. Someone actually mentioned that mentioned that yesterday. That analogy about the plane and the mask, you know, is so true because if you don't work on yourself first, how are you gonna help others? And um, um, it's a very interesting story. So, are you involved in any other kind of businesses as well? Um, so I was, um, I was supporting my husband's, uh, tech startup, um, and I was doing a lot of work in that. And, um, you know, I have a few other projects going on right now, uh, that I can't talk about too much, Uh, but yeah, I mean, I am sort of a multi-passionate entrepreneur. (laughs) That's good. That's good. And, and for the, the component of, of your life, like your business that you do for you do coaching and stuff. Is it around a specific demographic? I believe, I think females and is there any other kind of component to it? Yeah. So I do target mothers, okay, um, mothers. mothers who are entrepreneurs. So that boss mama group that I was talking about in the beginning, however, what I've come to realize by working with these amazing women is that um, indirectly, I'm also working with their partners <laughs> and um, I'm also supporting their children in a way. So um, I've also um, helped women entrepreneurs that are not moms. Um, so, you know, we ha- I, I feel like as um, business owners, usually we start with a niche, but then depending on what we're offering, um, that niche kind of grows through word of mouth and just the impact overall. So I'm very grateful for, you know, the type of people that are usually attracted to me are ready for a change, um, are committed to doing what it takes and really have, you know, big dreams with their, with their business and with their life. They're really looking to mm-hmm. make an impact. Mm-hmm. And do you notice that more now since, you know, the pandemic and stuff? Have you, have you noticed the increase of these people um, needing help? Absolutely. Especially women, when you look at the statistics following the first recession, the fem- first female recession ever in the United States, um, it, following COVID, um, so many women lost their jobs and very talented women. So, you know, I think that there's a huge demand for support um, when it comes to mindset and identity and self-worth. Um, and women in particular, you know, have struggled for a very long time. Um, there's also a huge pay gap typically. So, you know, there's a lot of reasons why women are sort of more than ever needing this type of support. Yeah, that's so true. I didn't realize that there was more females uh, affected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just did a post about it actually. Um, It's, it's a big, huge gap. Um, I'm going to, and this is coming from an article in Forbes. Um, So 20.5 million workers were unemployed in April, 2020 and 55% of them were women compared to 13% men. Huge. It's huge. So do you, do you provide like a, is it a course module type base, a program that you do with, with women or is it, is it one-on-one coaching? How does it work? So currently I am doing one-on-one coaching, okay, but good. 
I have in the works right now a group core coaching signature program that's going to come out. Um, it will be an expansion program. And um, I'm so the one-to-one coaching is typically a three-month engagement. And my expansion program is going to be accelerated. It's going to be a group program. And it's going to be eight weeks. Eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be for those that are really serious and want fast results and aren't afraid to, to roll up their sleeves and get and get really dirty. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? If they really have the desire, you have to kind of provide them an opportunity to bring that out. So by Absolutely. bringing that out, you need to make it kind of tough, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what is the what is the top area you're kind of curious about um, in your industry and what you do? Like, is there an area that you're really curious about that you want to learn more about and what you do? Yes. So, and I, and I think I forgot to mention my company's name. So Zello Studio is the, the company and it stands for, Zeal is um, Dutch and soul and O is a symbol for um, unlimited potential. So basically the name behind the company is, um, you know, let's tap into your soul's unlimited potential. That's the meaning behind it. Um, And that I raise that now because that's actually what I'm really interested in being that I worked a very long time in corporate and specifically in more human resource functions. um, I was privy to how we assess talent, how we recruit talent, how we develop high potential talent. And, you know, I think that there's a lot of great work in that space, but typically we are um, very quick to judge somebody's performance based on their results, but we're not really looking at the roadblocks. And because when we see roadblocks, we write it off as maybe limitations. And I would like to support this um, conversation and look at it a little bit differently and really help um, organizations understand more as to why, you know, let's say a a team, a football team, they lose um, their performance. A coach is going to not say, I guess these players are no longer performing well. We're going to look at the team and we're going to we're going to try to analyze, Okay, what's going on? What might have through the season created this? Um, Are there new players on the team that's creating a, a different dynamic? Um, and, and this is what we need to do for human potential as well. So I think that the future of sort of really defining somebody's potential and understanding it is going to be really looking at their whole life story and not just who they are when they come to work, but who is this individual? What has their life journey been and how can we best support them mm-hmm. holistically? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for the results point, you'll notice that majority of people are focused on results, right? Like they're actually so focused because we're kind of conditioned that way. Like it starts at a very young age. If you think about it, it starts when we start seeing the report card, you know, with the red circle on on one of the grays, you start seeing, oh my God, that's who I am. I failed, you know? So based on that, it keeps going throughout throughout our life where those results are always determining who that person is. But it's really not true. We have so much potential. We have infinite potential. It should not be dictated on what their the results are. Bring that out from them, right? Bring that from inside, and you'll see a transformation, like, unbelievable. It's so 
true. And that's why I just released a podcast episode last week about how having a growth mindset can actually help you manifest your dreams quicker. And we though, as a society, and I've been, I even share a funny story in my podcast about how I realized I still had a fixed mindset in um, something that happened to me with my son. And it got me thinking how subconscious it is. It's like almost on autopilot because of exactly what you mentioned, Shahid, about how we're raised. I mean, I used to be paid by my dad to have good grades. You know, so it's, <laughs> it's really funny, but, yeah. but you know, it's, 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 it's quite common, though. It's really common, and that's why anybody that's listening, it's if you uh, if you um, listen to my podcast, I'll say like, don't get hard on yourself. Look at it because that's fixed. Look at it as a growth opportunity, and say, okay, now I'm aware of it. What can I do about it? And I give some tips, um, such as just like. Um, starting to look at what can you um, shift? How could you shift that mindset in the moment? So my example was um, our, my son was supposed to have a, a, a box uh, done for another classmate. And I didn't know, because um, it's a different language here. We're in Holland and we just moved here last year. And I didn't know that it was an Easter box. So I we showed up with this box and, and it was decorated and he painted it, but all the other kids had these really like over the top amazing boxes that obviously the parents helped out with. Um, and that's fine. I'm not judging that, but I'm just saying like, I started judging myself and saying, Oh, I guess I'm not one of those parents. How could I not, you know, help even try to understand what the box was for. And then I caught myself and said, wait a minute, that, this one small incident has nothing to do with whether I'm a good mom or not. It's, it means that next time I can look at the details more closely and I can, you know, be more prepared and have more the right aware. art projects on hand. And so what could I do? I can order art supplies. I can make sure I have extra stuff on hand for future projects. And it gave me that uh, permission to not be so hard on myself, you know? So true. And the growth mindset, whenever I talk to people about that, they're the biggest hang up that I get is that they find that, okay, yeah, sure. But it's easier said than done, right? Like, do you have any pointers that you could share that helps people a strategic side of things, how to start developing a growth mindset? Well, I think the first and foremost is really getting clear on your values because for me, um, I just know that I want to role model to my children that failure is okay. I don't want them to think that if they can't do something the first time, that they're never going to be able to do it. That's just not what I want. So then if that's what I value, then I, then I need to look at my own behaviors, right? Because behavior breeds behavior. So if it's important to you, if it's one of your values, start there. Because then it's a lot easier to, okay, then you catch yourself and then you say, well, if I don't want to role model that failure isn't an option, it doesn't mean that if I keep, if I make a mistake that I can't keep trying and I can't keep growing. Um, and then I would just, I think the other thing that we, we do as a society is that we forget that we're human beings. We're not human doings. And so 
really it's allowing that space to reflect. So whether it be like a journal practice or allowing yourself, I, I say sometimes water is the best way to cleanse. So like if you're in the shower and you're really busy, um, I know a lot of entrepreneurs are really busy, but even in the shower, reflecting on your day or in the morning, talking about what your intentions are for the day and then journaling about it at night. And if you get into this habit of understanding, like, what do I intend and how do I want to show up? And then you have a habit of reflecting on it. You're going to see these improvements. Um, And I, the last tip, practical tip would be just small incremental improvements Sometimes people get overwhelmed because they say there may be so much in my life that I need to pivot or change in order to be more on a growth mindset. But if you just choose one and you just implement that, um, what's super cool about behaviors is that they're kind of linked. Um, And so it's a domino effect. If you are shifting one, it's undoubtedly going to shift others automatically. So you don't have to overwhelm yourself Just start with one thing. Mm -hmm. Like if you you have like a, for example, a financial goal of some sort and you're going towards it, all of a sudden you get so, so much desire towards that goal, you start feeling healthier you start you know losing weight you start getting going to the gym right like behavior starts shifting all areas of your life and you start seeing a dynamic results um i experienced that like when i really really focus and honed on something i start seeing other areas of my life automatically start improving so it's so true. I think the thing is you mentioned finances and I'm going to I'm going to hone in on that one because I the biggest the top two pain points that I always hear from my audience is feeling that they have a lack of freedom and the second is financial freedom or financial abundance. And they're so interconnected, <laughs> but 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 let's just talk about the money one. It's interesting because For me, when I'm working with a client and they are speaking about their money concerns and their money worries, they're afraid to look at where it's coming from and what is the current state. They'd rather swipe it under the rug. But if we don't have the awareness, then we're Awareness is everything. It's everything. Awareness is everything. So just by giving yourself permission to look at exactly where you are with all of your finances... That is the very first step to being able to make a a shift to a growth mindset because it's saying, I'm okay to look at this and not beat myself up about it, but do it because now I know I can learn where my opportunities are. And then from there, I can reach out to people, educate myself, and I can figure out how to get out of this mess. And that's so important. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because if you don't have that clarity, how can you progress? Right? Exactly. You can't you can't get rid of problems by kind of ignoring them. Uh, and you believe have to, me, you know. I'm speaking from <laughs> experience. So anyone who's listening saying, Oh, she doesn't understand. When I was in New York City, and I was much younger, I was in major debt, huge, I didn't even know how I was going to pay my rent. Um, and I was so scared to look at my problem. You wouldn't. You keep charging. What happens is no. That's what that's what happens to people. Like they keep because they're ignoring it. They're not dealing with it. It goes out of hand. They just keep charging. Keep charging. They're they're ignoring it. You have to bring it to surface, right? 
Sorry, go ahead. The best decision I ever made was to find a financial advisor that I could trust, that I knew wasn't going to judge me and was going to help me get on a plan. And that cost of getting that advisor paid itself off in just a matter of months because he was he was so um, supportive and non-judgmental, and I was able to start to see the light because he also showed me what was possible. And he's seen so many cases. In fact, he would tell me, "I've seen worse than yours." And not that we're in a competition here, but everybody's got their own journey. So look at where it's at today, and then what do you want, and then out how to get there you got to bridge that gap because once you find out where you are and then you got to go after something big and beautiful to excite you to make you get out of bed and then you go towards it you'll start seeing all these kind of things just like behavior stuff it starts connecting right it starts it starts clearing out you know it's just beautiful how we have a lot of power in us we just it just we just got to use it you just have to use it there is a um a really good 21 day exercise by Deepak Chopra for anybody listening with financial worries. And it's a, it's about like abundance and some of the exercises he has you do in this are amazing. Even writing a letter to yourself about money. Cause so many people have money issues from childhood and we have such negative limiting beliefs about money, like money paradigms, mm-hmm. right? And so writing this letter to yourself about a new belief in terms of money, that is actually, you know, just energy. And, and, and so when you have negative energy about it, then that's what's going out in the world. But if you have positive energy about money, the more abundance you receive. You'll see, so, yeah. You know, it's so true. It's so to bring the clarity and then start creating a new mindset around it. And, and, you know, and whatever you put out, that's what you get. Um, I always, we always like to ask our guests their kind of morning routine. Can you, or are you comfortable sharing your morning routine? What does it look like? Like, what do you do? Okay. Cause a lot of people have rituals and you know what they do. So it's very interesting. Yes. I really recommend it. And I was resistant to it for like quite some time because I used to always say, there's no way I can meditate and it doesn't have to be meditation, but often what I've found, even working with clients, meditation does really help a lot of people's pain points. Um, but my morning meditation, I'm much, very much of a um, person that loves to meditate first thing in the morning. And then I journal right afterwards. And I then go into what are my intentions for the day. And then after that, I give myself some time in nature. So I tend to walk outside or um, take a run. Um, you know, we're in Holland. Sometimes I bike my kids to school. Oh, cool. But yeah. So grounding myself. Um, and then I can, and then I feel really ready for the day. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. It makes a huge difference. Huge. I love, I love, uh, I'm a big uh, advocate about morning routines. I think they're, they're, they change lives if you have they the really right one. Do. Yeah. And so much that it's kind of like your gym analogy. Like when you, you know, um, when you have not gone to the gym or you haven't been in a while and then you go and then, you know, you start to see the results or feel really good about it, then you just can't stop going. You just love going. And so much that like now I even have an evening routine 
Um, but start slow for anyone who's yeah, listening. Yeah. But you you'll love you'll love it and see the results so much that you're going to find different ways to incorporate moments for yourself because that's really what it is. It's all that's all it is. That's all it is. Perfect. Thank you so much, Laura. That's been amazing. I wanted to ask you another question. We always like to ask our guests is, what is your inner superpower that got you to this point? What do you feel that is? You know, I I've always been. My favorite quote is by Rumi. Only from the heart can you touch the sky. And people that know me really well, um, they always say, you know, you're just not afraid to follow your dreams. Little do they know that, yes, there is still fear. I'm, I'm human. I have fears. But I definitely have listened more to my heart than and, and, and try to ignore the, <laughs> the ego mind and those around me that might be telling me otherwise. And I... I can't even think of a time where it didn't prove me well. And I'm not saying that it's not hard. I, it's definitely hard and it'll have its, its challenging moments. But the reward of following your heart, um, the, the challenges will outweigh if you stay uncomfortable and you're not listening to your inner voice and your heart and your soul, um, because that's what's causing so much unhappiness and so much stress is, is because we're a lot of times doing things that we think we should be doing, or just, you know, not making conscious decisions because we sort of feel like we're the effect of life, but we're actually so much more powerful than we believe. So I would say that's my superpower. Excellent. Excellent. It's like kind of live from higher plane down, not from lower plane down. Don't go from physical to try to figure things out. Just know your heart, you know, early Greeks called the heart. It's really the subconscious mind. Like you're, yeah. you know, so you live from there and you feel something and you're living through a higher side. You start getting more, you start getting stronger there. So when the fears come, you you have some faith, you have belief, you know, you have faith, you're, you, you have this incredible strength in you. That's how you can progress further into your career, into your goals, into whatever you want to do. Um, I think that's an excellent, excellent point about superpower. And can I add one thing? On sure. That? Because I, I believe an important message for the world we're starting to live in and this and that's coming is that even though we we follow our dreams and, and anybody out there that's struggling with that, um, it can be overwhelming because people think it's such hard work. But what I have to say about this is that our that our days of hustling 24 seven and trying to be consistent, doing things all the time, they're gonna start to go away. It is gonna be mandatory that we hustle less and we tune in more. And that consistency now will be more about, are you allowing for the ebbs and flows of life? And, you know, just like bears, they hibernate and then they're more ready to come out active. We have to allow that time and space for ourselves you know, and so hard work is changing the habit of what we have been conditioned to believe. And that's really what, what I think is hard. But once you find your flow and not listen to everybody else, following your dreams becomes much more. Yes, useful. I agree. I agree. It's such an amazing point. Like it hit me right, right there because I, that's exactly what, what you need is you need to you need to have that, you need to have that feeling, right? You need to be there. 
and 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 once you're there it just it's just a spot that you just need to reach once you're there you see you feel like everything is easy and it's like the, the, the runner's high you know i was yeah. explaining to you before we got on that i'm, I'm a runner i, I yeah. used to run half marathons and stuff like that and anybody listening that's an, any type of athlete you know that there's this high that you get and it but it comes right after the the hardest part the pain and that's how it is going to be for us i think as a as a society moving into this new world this new this new era where we're going to have to change our conditioning yes mm-hmm. in our ways yeah mm-hmm. so yeah life does not have to be hard Uh, We just make it because of all these conditionings and all this stuff that we're programmed to do from our early age, from our other generations. It's just been even cultures have them. Uh, But if you really fine tune and find out who you are, what's going on inside, live from inside out, um, you can be very productive, but very calm. And that's the shift I realized, you know, and I I remember working 12, 14, 16 hours a day and it was like chaotic, like a monkey mind, you know, it was like all over. Um, It's just, I feel like I produce so much more, but I don't feel like I'm even working. It doesn't feel like working, you know? So I, 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 I know exactly what you mean. And hopefully this can hit other people. This message can get to them and it can help them kind of shift what's happening in their life in some way or the other. Right. I hope so too. I really do. I think that so many people, you know, it, I still just see so many people place more value on financial gain and they really should be working more on, you know, this inner game, just like you said, this, this life, your life becomes just so much more when you look inside and you worry more about the impact you're making rather than how much money you're going to make. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So amazing, Laura. It's been, it's been amazing talking to you. I'm, I really, really appreciate that you came on the show uh, and I wish you all the best. And I hope that more people like you come out to serve people and to, to kind of help them see the light, help them see that there's an easier way. And what you do is, is for in my books, I highly respect and and I and I want you to grow to the to the biggest and largest levels so you can impact more people. Thank you so much, Shahid. And it's been a pleasure speaking with you. And thank you for everybody who's listening. Please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions about anything. Um, and also just to uh, share my podcast because I don't think I did. It's called uh, Boss Mama's Mindset. Nice. I love it. Love the name. We always keep, the, we always add the show notes for the audience. And again, yeah, thank you audience. And, and, you know, uh, get in touch with Laura. She's, you can see she's, she's amazing. If you need any questions or any help, she's, uh, she'd be more than happy to help. Um, and again, um, till next time, we'll talk to everyone. And thank you again, Laura. Thank you. Thank you.